Happy New Year, guys. Welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast. So, you know, we download this week's gaming news, and of course, we're bringing it straight to you. If you guys were following us last week, we did our um, our our version of the Game Awards, essentially, um, heading into or kind of closing out 2021 and heading into 2022. So this week's episode going to be a little different, kind of do, kind of do the opposite. We'll give our predictions and the things that we're excited for in 2022. Um, so again, with that being said, welcome to the Expansion Pad Podcast. I'm your host. Denzel, aka Black Ice, joined by my amazing co-host each and every week, starting off with Mr. Goop Master Flex. What's going on, bro? It's Mr. Doctor Professor Goop Master Flex to you. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Stay gooping. You Are you gooping right. today? Looks like you're uh looks like you're May 25th and you know. Oh wow. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> you know, we I think we all should be May 25th and today, you know what I mean? Hey. Hey, whoa, whoa, oh, took about a year, but it got over, y'all. Hey, it, you know, it, 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 it. 2022, we making it a thing, guys. I told y'all, I told y'all, just believe, believe, believe in the 525, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> believe in it. Golly, look at these gentlemen. Oh, God. If you guys are listening to the podcast, I'm sorry, because you guys are losing out on, on greatness right now. When this these is, brothers... Uh... Decided to start living the life of the five two five. Look at him, elevated. Look at him. <laughs> Great. You know, twenty twenty one was the the year of the goop. You know, you had to stay gooping. Now, you know, we made twenty fifth, and you know, we got the glasses. We got the. I don't have my tank top or my hoodie today, but you know, Manny's holding it down with the hoodie. So, you know, I'm doing double duty, yo. It is what it is. Yeah. It ain't real if the hoodie ain't up, though. I'm just throwing that out there. That's, mad, I was work, trying to... bro, that's mad work. You got too much hair for that. Manny, I mean, you got to pass on that one, Manny. You still made 25th into me, you know? Mm-hmm. Dude, if you put us a hood on, he's going to lay I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> All that hair. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys. Um, well, of course, uh, obviously, you know, that that was a pretty long-winded introduction for, for Chris, Mr. May 25th. Um, so, we're going... Move on a little bit. We're going to start talking about some games like we always do. Chris, you know, after this beautiful introduction, um, you know, since we're, we're in the, the year of the 525, hit us off with the first icebreaker of 2022. Well, hello, people. First icebreaker of 2022. This episode, like he said, is going to be very much like an opposite of last week's episode, which is very much like our version of a game show. This year, we're going to be, I mean, this episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of predictions, right? For games in 2022. Now, the icebreaker, though, is what game from like, I'll say last year, we'll give a little leeway to a little bit before that, but what game from before should have been pushed back into 2022? Meaning, uh, you know, a game that could have used a little bit more polish, a game that came out maybe a little bare bones. Maybe it's a little buggy, you know, I don't know how you want to look at it. Or maybe it just, you know, didn't hit the marks it was supposed to hit. What's the game for y'all that should have made it back back over here with some of this other greatness that we're going to be talking about? That's that's the question. That is the question. Okay. And I know the drill. I, I know. I already know. <laughs> Sacrificial lamb. So, uh, for me... 
it has to be bio bio mutant. I almost said Bioshock. Um, <laughs> anybody who was watching some of these past episodes, I was very, 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 very excited for Bioshock to come out. Very, but I did it right there. Bio mutant to come out, and it came out. And it's not even that it was like necessarily a bad game per se, but like it needed a lot more bacon in the oven, bro. Like a lot more. Um. And you could tell after the release, you know, there's a lot of little shit that they wanted to switch up. You know, the narrator thing was super annoying. Some of the gameplay mechanics were not as smooth as they kind of needed to be. And the biggest thing that kind of got me was that, I don't know if y'all remember this, a few episodes, like, way back, I was gushing over the fact that, um, you know, they kind of poked fun at some of the devs that put games out when they're not ready. You know, and they, they had the little tagline after one of their trailers that said, we'll release a game when we're ready <laughs> and all this stuff to kind of double down on that. And then you release the game and it's like, fam, you should have done what you were making fun of. So like, like you guys, man, it, it killed me. It had a lot of potential. And I think if they had taken the extra time to, to, to clean some stuff up, you know what it really needed? It should have got a beta. They should have did a beta for this game because I guarantee you, if they would have did a beta for this game, 99% of this stuff would have been avoided because I'm pretty sure that the people who played it would have been super vocal and said, hey, bro, you got to take this narrator shit out. You got to do this. You got to do this. And it would have been a much more clean game going into 2022. And, yeah, I get it. Not a big studio. They kind of were working on this with what they had, but <sighs> uh, yeah. it would have really benefited from coming out in 2022. For sure. It's sad because, you know, we were crying about it early last year when one of the things we talked about was games we expected to come out or anticipated. And then, you know, they decided to release it on, uh, you know, 525 for Chris. You get me? <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> oh, man. What a disappointment for your birthday. You feel me, man? Come oh, on, bro. And they're like, happy birthday. <laughs> have you been following up with the game? Like, have they made any changes or, like, you know, um, they've tweaked a lot of the little things, but I don't know if they've changed like any of the core gameplay mechanics. Because that was another complaint from a lot of people was that when they showed us the trailers, the gameplay, or at least the fighting and stuff like that, came off as though it was very fluid and and, and, and kind of unique in a way because they were doing the whole comic book style um, crack and punch and all this stuff, and it was kung fu and blah blah blah, and they had bullet time, so you kind of got the impression, yo, it's gonna be kind of lit. I don't know if they changed any of that to make that stuff better, but all I can say is that when you actually played the game, it's not that it was bad, but again, kind of, it just wasn't what you thought it was looking at the trailer. Mm. And even the weapon crafting could have been a lot better. And it was very redundant, like some of the stuff that you would get from the drops. And it was just, it, yeah, that game had a beta, bro. I'm telling you, they would have heard all of this noise and put out a way better game this year. I, I <laughs> promise you that. Well, yeah. I believe it. That's how it yeah, is, man. Definitely, definitely. But uh, yeah. Manny, what you got, man? What's your uh, pick? I mean, I think the answer is obvious. Out of all the games that you know that we got, one game that definitely could have got some, you know, a little more time and attention to, I'm gonna have to say Cyberpunk. And I, uh, you might argue, oh, the game came out December 2020, and we're in 2022 now. But the thing is. You know, we're still waiting on the next-gen upgrade. Talk. And the game is still 
you know, a little buggy, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like it would have been a better idea to push it back. Not even just push it back, but instead of saying, all right, we're releasing it this day, and then, like, after we get close to that release, they get pushed back again and follow up, like, three other times again. Instead of doing that, they should have just said, you know, like Chris said, what, the buy mune, we'll come out when it's ready. So that, you know, they they have more time, less pressure to get to it. And, you know, instead of just releasing for the consoles, a current-gen version that was hella buggy, unplayable, and all that kind of stuff, you know, ripped out of the PlayStation market and everything, you know, could have got, like, a possible, like, you know, dual release of, like, the current-gen and next-gen so that, you know, we get to see, like, what kind of new next-gen features we got from Cyberpunk compared to the current-gen and be like, okay, you know, yeah, I got it like this. But that's because, you know, an Xbox Series X version will look better. That's why, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to take some sacrifices. But overall, I mean, they keep on digging themselves into a bigger hole because of them not only, like, you know, releasing the game in a shitty state, but also the DLC and all that other stuff, the updates, stuff like that. Even those get pushed back, too, for some reason. So, like, I feel like overall, instead of you know, releasing the game on the state it was on December 7th, they should have just waited and just continued with the game. I have one question for you, though. What's up? Do you think they could have afforded to say what the people who, what was the Nordic THQ, I think they made by minute, I believe, or I can't remember who makes it, but do you think they could have been afforded the same liberty to be able to say, we'll release it when we want to, kind of, or when it's ready? Because I kind of get the feeling that the people who were investing into this cyberpunk game, they weren't going to let them just chill forever. So they were good with it. Like, I think at some point, kind of like almost with Anthem, they, like, pushed them to put it out. You well, know? I think <clears throat> I think CD Projekt Red had pretty free. Like, everything that happened with cyberpunk seemed to be completely self-induced. Like, they shot them, themselves in the foot. Like, it was their own investors who were... I guess trying to get the game out, their own <clears throat> um their own corporate heads that were trying to push the game out. So it wasn't like they had like a another corporate overlord saying, Hey, y'all gotta release this. Like I I think they had free reign to do whatever it is that they needed to do because they had garnered so much goodwill from, you know, publishers and the community at large. I think it was all like on themselves. They did it themselves. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that. Agree. But you know, out, I was gonna say they're out here announcing, you know, Witcher Three remake, but not <laughs> any yeah. next gen updates. And it's like, why? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, and then they push. They end up pushing both of those things back. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like, not to beat a dead horse on this whole thing, but because we talked about it plenty last year. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I really think Cyberpunk definitely should have got pushed back, and I think they should have just scrapped the current gen version. Like, I understand why. Yeah why you don't necessarily want to do that because you know you have people who are ready to buy it yada 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 you would make more money from having a cross-gen version but long term it would have made for a better product and it would have pushed people to go out well not that they needed any more pushing because obviously people were buying you know xboxes and playstation 5s like as they're being made pretty much but i just think it would have been made for a much better situation for cd project red and everyone if they just waited and then just made it next gen only it would have been a much much better product i agree with that mm-hmm. Come on. 
like like especially when you think about um like even now to this day if you go on the, the subreddit for cyberpunk there's so many people who are like going through night city and saying oh like there's this building that looks like they have some plans for it and they did nothing to it like there's rumors that they were supposed to have like a whole underground subway system and like a lot of ambitious things that they were going to do with the game <clears throat> and for whatever reason if it was just a matter of time or maybe the last gen systems just didn't have enough power to do it like giving yourself that extra time could have allowed you to do all of those extra things and like really made it the immersive amazing game that we were all expecting it to be and that, that it frankly should have been mm-hmm. yeah definitely agreed the tragedy of the tragedy of cyberpunk it's real um but yeah for me the game, I mean, Manny said Cyberpunk, which was, I guess, pretty obvious. But for me, my answer is probably going to be even more obvious. It was, of course, our L of the year last year, um, or last week, I should say. Uh, and that's going to be Battlefield 2042. That game definitely should have got pushed back. Um, pretty much a very similar situation to what I was just talking about with Cyberpunk, right? Like, I think they probably would have been better off just making it a next-gen only game. Um, and they there's there's a lot of information that's coming out about the the development problems that went on there was supposed to be like an earthquake they were going to build into the game a tsunami that was going to change the whole landscape of the game and they for whatever reason couldn't get to it whether it's again because they had to make a next gen and a current gen version or if they just needed more time whatever it is i mean almost any game is going to be better off with a little bit more time in in the oven so yeah definitely mm-hmm. Battlefield 2042 should have been there man. should have should have waited, should have dropped it in like March or something, giving yourself a little bit more time, you know, kept a, kept an open beta for a while. And that way you could have got some good, honest feedback. Yeah. And, yeah. Why do you guys think more places don't do the beta thing? Like, is it like a hard thing to set that up for your game to have that time to? It eats into your development time because you have to make a build that's essentially stable enough for people to play. And then you also have to maintain the servers. So it does take up time. That's what developers have said in the past. But I just think for what, I mean, obviously the game had betas, right? We, we had played betas, but I think they would have been better served for a longer beta period. Like uh, Halo, Halo. I feel like Halo did it right. You know, they, they had their beta period, like their technical test period a, a while ago. And it allowed them to really fine tune the AI with the bots and, you know, a lot of different things with the servers and the matchmaking and so on and so forth. And I don't know exactly what they did. That would have been dramatically different from what Battlefield did, but it clearly panned out well for them. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Another tragedy in Battlefield. Although <laughs> although I I do think Battlefield has a, a chance at, you know, pushing itself back into limelight if they can make some changes quick enough. But... I think Cyberpunk still has it too. I think if they hit this nail on the head, they might still have a shot to, at redemption. I think Biomutant's just. Yeah, that's different. That game's gone to the gulag. And it was a low profile game, anyways. So, like, that's one of those things where, like, you yeah. have to, you got to hit right the first time around. Like, you're not going to be like an Among Us or something where you've been out for a while and all of a sudden people. Yeah discover your game and start playing like like that doesn't happen very often so you got to get it right the first time with a with a lesser known quantity like that so Mm -hmm. all right boys well that was a good icebreaker chris thank you for that one i hear you're cooking up a pretty uh pretty spicy one for next week so 
chili sauce on that you know what i'm saying all right, all right. Well, uh, but yeah, let's let's uh let's get into the the, the main port- portion of the episode here, talking about our predictions for 2022. Um, again, in a similar fashion to what we did last week with the Game Awards episode, um, we're gonna have a couple different categories that we predict for this new year. Although instead of how we did it last year or last, I'm saying last year, but it's really last week. Instead of how we did it last week, um, you know where we all agreed on one thing. This time we're all gonna have our own individual opinion or, or game or answer for each question so with that being said we're going to start it right off with a first topic here it's going to be which game do we expect to get pushed back I'm kind of falling in line with chris's icebreaker here but um which game that should be released this year 2022 mm-hmm. uh, that we think is going to get pushed back so i'm gonna start off with chris this time around what are you thinking uh, honestly, um, I don't know why, man. I just got this feeling in my gut that God of War is not coming out this year. I just, I don't know why. I just, I just feel it, and I, I don't really have anything to really go off of. This is just one of those gut feeling things, man. I just, I don't know. It feels like if the game was really, really on the horizon for this year, then we would have seen a little bit more by now, or known a little bit more by now. And maybe they'll jam pack, you know, the next couple months with a bunch of stuff. I don't know, but you no, know, it just feels off for, for a franchise this big. Usually, like when a game is coming out for a studio like this, they're they're pushing the you know the, they're pushing the wagon along a little bit. It doesn't feel like the wagon's down the street yet. I don't know. It's just mm. uh, I don't know, man. They they have time, I guess, I, technically, but. They have plenty yeah. of time. They have plenty yeah. of time. I don't know. Something about it just feels off. I don't. I don't know about this one, man. I think I mean, Horizon's coming out, but I don't know oh, about yeah. God of War. Horizon next month, actually. Yep. But I mean, I could kind of see what you mean because, like, you know, before I feel like PlayStation exclusive games they show like gameplay like years before it came out. But what is it called? Like, I mean, if they're gonna follow the same trend as Horizon, maybe they'll probably get like a state of play of like you know, a little 10, 20 minute gameplay with some explanation going on. But I feel like right now they're not going to focus on it just for the simple fact that we do got Horizon coming out next month. They're probably just going to focus more on the marketing on that. And then after that, that's when they probably hit us with that. All right, this game's still coming out, guys, you know. <laughs> you probably forgot about us, but, you know. It's just, I think it's strange <laughs> to me because when you look at how Microsoft is doing things, they're not doing that. They're like, if they have a game that's coming out, it's like, yo, bro, it, it, it's coming, and we're gonna keep showing you stuff, especially when it's mm-hmm. close. Yeah, you know, so it just, I don't know, it just feels off to me. But maybe, maybe you're right, man. I don't know. You also got to remember, though, Sony's coming from a different place mentally with this, right? Like, Microsoft's mm-hmm. putting themselves, you know, because of what happened with the Xbox One, they're definitely fighting like an underdog. Even though I, I would argue they're probably not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they're 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 trying to put everything in front of everyone's face at, at all times and sony seems to be a lot more laid back and like you know people are gonna come when they come like they're a little bit more arrogant this time around but not in the ways that were as detrimental to them as they were in the past so uh, i think they're just playing it cool they know that they could have their big 
um, showcase at some point in time in the summer, show off all the stuff they need to show off, and people will be like, all right, like, because God of War is that game that they don't need to show much, right? Like, they, they, they showed a little bit, and I think we were all like, I think you and I specifically, Chris, were like, looks a lot like the old one, yeah. which, I mean, again, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I think they just mm-hmm. know that they could show, and when it drops, it'll be a big deal, so... But I do, I do also agree with you that I think it it will likely get pushed back just because of COVID in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, <clears throat> Manny, what's your uh, pick? What do you think is going to get pushed back? I feel like I know we we always you know get at this game for being like delayed and not even having release dates, but I feel like somehow Nintendo's going to do it, <laughs> and they're going to delay Breath of the Wild two. I don't know, man. I just, I feel like we don't we don't have enough yet. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's just at a point where, you know, they're showing us like, yeah, it's coming out. I mean, we with the recent trailer, they did give us a 2022, you know, release date. But at the same time, it's like, you know, looking at not only that, but the like another IP that they had, what Metroid? Mm. When I was like, yeah, we're getting a new Metroid Prime. They announced that crap like five years ago, bro. And we still <laughs> we still don't got a Metroid. We got dread, but like, you know what I'm saying? That's it. <laughs> we don't got no Metroid Prime. And I feel like it's probably gonna be like one of the same things. I mean, didn't I think they just released a remake of Skyward Sword or whatever? So like, you know, they're they're heading in that same direction of Metroid, you know, Prime. They're just releasing all these other things before they actually release the real game that everybody's waiting for. So I'll say Somehow Nintendo's gonna do it. I can see that. Oh, I can too. That's the sad part. It's, it's sad, honestly. <sighs> simultaneous side. We, we gotta get off on like a whole tangent about Nintendo, and I don't want to do that right now. So I'm gonna just go with my pick here. It pains me to say, I have a feeling that um, Dead Space is actually gonna get pushed to 2023. Because yeah. uh, they, they, they allude to the fact that you know we should be expecting it late 2022. Um, I'm <laughs> definitely thinking it's going to get pushed to 2023 for sure. Uh, again, because of all the things that we have going on in the world right now, and if things get a little bit worse, you know, th- things can change very quickly as we've seen. And honestly, I feel like this category in particular, um, you can really just kind of throw a dart <laughs> at, at, at a name of, of games that's supposed to come out this year and there's a pretty high chance that shit's gonna get pushed back because COVID is out here guys shit is real mm-hmm. shit is ravaging through the recording triple double numbers every night for real it's uh undefeated right now apparently <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's funny too because like I think I think Horizon is still getting pushed back I just don't think it's getting pushed back out of 2022 I don't think we're getting in February that's just my. Nah, I, think I, I think it's I, too close. I, I think I think they, I think it's gonna happen. I I think if they were gonna push it back, they would have already announced it in like November. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's too big. Yeah, I, I think I think we're getting it. I think this is it. Cause it remember when we were talking about this when we uh, saw the state of play. It was like this game looks pretty damn polished. Like you know, I mean, granted, it's just a vertical slice. That's usually how developers do things, but. Mm-hmm. It looked damn good, so I think they were probably at the point where they were just polishing things up, and I, I do think we're going to get a, a masterpiece of a game when it drops in February. So, I'm yeah, hoping. I agree. I can't wait. I know, I know. 
Well, speaking of can't wait, uh, jumping on to the, the next topic we got, uh, talking about best new IP. So when we talk about new IP, talking about brand new game, no sequels, no nothing, like brand new, fresh idea, original game. Um, so, Manny, I'm going to start with you on this one. What's What do you think is going to be the best new IP of 2022? It sucks because, like, I would say Elden Ring. But at the same time, it's like you know, it's it's just another Souls like game. Yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use that. Right. But <laughs> uh, one game I am like, you know, kind of excited for is Forspoken. You know, it's the actual mm-hmm. new IP mm-hmm. by Square yeah. Enix finally. So you know, even though it is a PlayStation exclusive, sadly, and I kind of hate going to the dark side just to play exclusives, but. I'm excited to see what they have to offer. Offer, you know, what kind of new story we're gonna get. Hopefully, it's good enough. Hopefully, you know, the game is, you know, a relatively good enough length as well, gameplay wise. I don't want to play a game that's like four hours long that I could beat in like one day, or I don't want to play like 20 hours of repetitive crap either. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that this game actually hits. I think, you know, I got a chance to do that. Okay. Okay. But, um, well, I. Forspoken definitely looks really dope to me. I love the movement yeah. style and all that stuff. And um, the character model for the <clears throat> the main character is interesting to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like Forspoken. I'm, I do, I'm kind of upset that I have to play it on PlayStation, PlayStation as well. And I honestly feel like that might... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know it's going to I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Oh, wait, but you're buying it. So I can play it. Oh, forget <laughs> it. Forget it. Forget it. I'm good. I'll play it. We're going to talk about it when it comes out. Hilarious. Yeah. I don't want to spend $70 on, you know, it's like, it's rough, I man. That's why you, know, Manny, you and I, we out here with was, the, with the, with the sharing. I, I, it's, you know? it's annoying <laughs> because, you know, when you don't have the power of Game Pass and you exactly. got to buy on your wallet. I want to be spending that kind of money. I had a kid, you know, I got to pay for daycare and all that stuff. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris, What's gonna be your uh, your pick for best new IP? Um, uh, for me, it's it's definitely. Uh, all right. I I kind of have a two part answer because it's definitely Starfield is part of that for sure. Right. But like, I don't want to like go into like massive detail on that one just because uh, you know, it's, it's to me this obvious one. But like, I really am also super excited about Arc Raiders, man. Like, I'm telling y'all, man. To me, this game I said it last time. It looked like destiny before destiny. That's all you got to sell me on, bro. See, <laughs> you're talking about Zavala and them before they was all awoken and all this shit, and they were still regular people, but they were still shooting guns. <laughs> and I, the game's probably not like that, but just from the aesthetics that I got from it, I said, man, this is really. I want to play this, and I love the way how they they look like. There's a really massive co-op element to it. Uh, the whole mech fight thing looks dope. Like I'm like, yeah, show me more, bro. I hope there's some depth here, man. Like, give me something good. But yeah, I don't know. I like three man stuff. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. <laughs> I know, uh, Chris. It's okay, down, you know. How I catch you lacking this hey, bag? Man, can you clip that, bro, and just just. <laughs> I just said I like three man stuff, bro. God. 
Damn. <laughs> uh, so. It's okay, you know. Sometimes you just gotta admit things. Oh God. I'm gonna hold that. Hell. I'm gonna hold that one. Yeah, right you, you you can't do nothing about that. Can't do nothing about hold that I, one. Caught you in 4K, bro. You know. Let's move on. Yeah, hey, for real, we we, we gotta move on. Save this man's life here. Um, all right. <laughs> so, uh, for me, my pick on a uh, best new IP. You know, it's funny because I was I was thinking Starfield as well, but it, it is a little too easy. But at the same time, man, it's just it's just such a unknown quantity. Like there's so much mystery around it, but still not gonna be the one I'm gonna pick. I'm a, I'm actually gonna go with Sifu. The uh the, the martial arts game that's coming out on PlayStation 5 next month. Um I love martial arts stuff. Especially in video games, I feel like we're not getting enough of those lately. Um, so I'm super excited about this one, and I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be dope. Yeah, I see now some uh, content creators actually playing like a demo of it. And I'm like, man, this game just looks so dope. Wait, there's a demo out, like for people. Nah, it was like, you know, like streamers and content creators pretty much not got like, a, yeah, an exclusive demo. Sony, Sony, hit us up, man. Come on. <laughs> I know we're talking about Game Pass, but like, come on, yo! I I bought a PS5. Like, hit us up. You trying to be out here displaying your shit too? You know, we hype you guys up too. So y'all could just send me a whole ass PS5 because I ain't got one. <laughs> send me a, a whole ass box with what that PS5 and the game uh, headset, please. <laughs> and the Pulse headset. That's funny. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, um, that was best new IP. Uh, so next topic is going to be, you know, last, last year we had our, uh, our sleeper of the year or last week again, uh, you know, Manny, Manny was out here advocating for guardians of the galaxy. So the next topic is going to be, you know, what's, what's going to be this year's guardians of the galaxy. What's the game that is, a, is going to be a sleeper, one that we should be talking about more now. Um, so uh, let's go with Manny on this one. I, I feel like, you know, it's probably going to be biased because, you know, we got the best character in all video game history in it. Well, we're going we gonna to talk about sleepers, so we're going to talk about multiverses. Mm. I think that's going to be a hitter because we're talking about a free-to-play game that, like, you know, has all these characters, new characters coming out, like, you know, periodically, according to um, WB. But, like, we talk about, like, so many times the fighting game community, like, dying because there's, like, no games coming out. Like, all there is, like, you smash more combo or Tekken. You know, everybody's playing those games pretty much. And I think, honestly, this could be, like, you know, a nice, like, little revival to the franchise or, like, to the genre of Hmm. games. You know, it's free to play, um, cosplay, I believe, with different platforms too. So, like, you know, there's a chance that you have this game actually being like one of those competitive fighting games that we need. And I'm excited because, you know, I get to play Super, uh, well, Ultra Instinct Shaggy. So, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the reason why I'm biased here. But, like, like I said, there's a lot of potential here. Um, and like I said, you know, it's been a while since we actually had a good fighting game. Nickelodeon tried it, and they, they missed badly, in my opinion. Mm. But this definitely has the potential, in my opinion. And I feel like this game definitely should be, you know, talked more. I feel you on that. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to playing as Arya Stark and mm. stabbing Shaggy <laughs> in the neck with the dagger. Um, yeah. 
Fight visceral. <laughs> no, no, that's Arya. That's her move, you know? I don't know, bro. So we're talking about Ultra Instinct Shaggy, bro. <laughs> Who can go head to head with Goku, bro? Bro. I'm just saying, I'm just saying Arya Stark killed the Night King uh, on her own. Like yo, with the hand trick with the mm-hmm. Hey yo, don't get me started. Stop, stop, stop. And then that's after she smashed someone. Like what, like straight up too. Like tw- like what, twenty minutes earlier or something like that. She smashed and then she's like, all right, it's time. <clears throat> Let me go <laughs> go fuck up the Night King real quick, you know? Yeah, she was a sure. boss about it too, man. She she had dude laying down in the hay. She was pulling up her pants. She was like, all right, it's time to go. Yeah, she said, let me smash and go handle the Night King, Rick. For real, she bro. Quick. Ain't nobody like Arya Stark, man. She's the real MVP. That shit is super funny. Shaggy been eating Scooby Snacks his whole life. I think he got a chance. All right, well, you know what? The beauty, beautiful thing about it is when that game comes out, we gonna find out. We gonna find out. We gonna find out. <laughs> Damn truth. That that might be a stream right there, Chris. That might be oh, yeah. true. That's definitely a stream right there. There's gonna be a lot of funny shit going on in that game. You can't tell me otherwise. Oh yeah, it's gonna be that. funny. When is that coming out, Manny? Do you know? No release date yet. Sadly. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. Let y'all know. Um, but Chris, what's your pick, sleeper? Sleeper um, 2022. I actually got a two-part answer. So for me, one of them is like low-key. One of them is more mainstream. The don't mainstream take mine answer. Taking two. Don't take mine. No, 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 I don't think I. I don't think so. Because I think I know what your answer is. He's gonna take it. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I think for the mainstream answer, it would be uh, <clears throat> Tiny Tina's Wonderworld. Ooh. I really think that that game is gonna probably hit in a bigger way than the Borderlands Three did. And it's crazy because Borderlands Three was super anticipated, but it felt like it fizzled out super quickly. Like after like like two months, and that kind of like was weird to me because i'm like this game was hyped yeah the fan base was feverish for this game and then it came out and then i don't know so i think they're probably going to do some things in this other one that kind of like retain a little bit better and you know the whole fantasy aspect of it is kind of cool to dabble in they can kind of do a lot of wild shit with this story way more probably out of the realms of what they probably were able to do in a lot of the other ones because mm. it's a fantasy world um I think, yeah, that game has potential to be, like, really good, and nobody's really talking about it, I don't think. And then the indie one is more, um, <clears throat> that game Vroom. Do you remember that that, that uh, trailer I showed you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bam. It's supposed to come out this year. The little, uh, car battle royale with the little, uh, race cars with the amazing Unreal Engine 5 graphics, I believe, is going on in that. There's some ray tracing and everything in that trailer. If you ain't seen it, yo. <laughs> Again, it's just cars in a playroom. But once you see it and you see like the mechanics and how the cars look when they're hitting the, the toys and bruh. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for this game to come out. It's taking too long. And when it comes to games like this, I can't really be on no, oh, I don't need to gas myself up too much because no, nah, when it comes this game is very cut and dry. It's a battle royale with cars. If they fuck this up somehow, how <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, so I can get as excited as I want to about this one. I feel, um, yeah, and nobody's talking about Broom, like nobody. So, that's yeah, you're right. Story. Actually, I'm I'm actually pretty excited about Broom. I completely forgot about it until you just mm-hmm. mentioned it now. So appreciate you uh, bringing that mm-hmm. to our attention again. Tiny Tina's 
um Wonderworld, is that what's called? I'm a Wonderland. Wonderland, you're right. I am cautious. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to think about it just yet. And I think it's Thank because you. I have a slight bad taste in my mouth over Borderlands 3. Like not it wasn't even a bad game. It was just like I don't know. I was just kind of over it. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious yeah. if if it's going to if it's really going to hit like I'm assuming they're using some of the same mechanics. I don't think anything about it's really changed. It's just kind of a spin-off using the same Borderlands 3 engine. So I'm hoping that they find a way to differentiate it enough outside of just the story because obviously it's like more fantastical and ridiculous than Borderlands yeah. already is, but yeah, I'm curious about that one. Curious about that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you. You didn't take my answer. Appreciate that. Um, so for me, and I know you know what, what it was because we were talking about it last night. Uh, I'm going to go with the day before. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> I think we've talked about this briefly in the past on this podcast, but it's basically an MMO open world survival <laughs> game. So you're just got kind of it looks like The Last of Us in some aspects, kind of reminds me of State of Decay in some other aspects. And it's just like the idea of just being in this crazy open world, trying to survive against zombies, the elements and against other people, like also bidding for your own shit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Chris, when we were talking about it the other day, you kind of compared it to DayZ, but like this, you know, it's, it, it basically kind of looks like DayZ on crack. And it's like, this is yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly what I've been looking for, man. This is exactly what I want. <laughs> like ever since the original State of Decay dropped, the, one of the first things that I said when I was playing that game was, this shit needs a multiplayer in an open world that's basically like an MMO. Now, State of Decay 2 has multiplayer, and it's actually a really good game, but the the MMO aspect is missing, you know, like just being in an yeah. absolutely massive open world and not, like, knowing who's coming at you next. Like, I, I kind of liken it to uh, Sea of Thieves, where, you you know, you're you're out in the high seas, you know, anyone could come in and like jack your ship and do this and do that. Um, I would imagine that that's exactly how that could be while you're out scavenging for food or batteries or ammo or whatever, you know, like you could have people like stalking you plotting against you. So anything that you go in and, and, and um, scavenge for yourself, they could just wait, catch you slipping, ambush you and take all your shit. And like, I don't know, that shit, that just seems really dope. Uh, They did say that, I know that the the initial conversation around the game is that it was a PC only game, but they did later on go on to say that it is going to come to console. They don't have an official release date for console yet, but I feel like that's a game that that we really are not hearing enough about. Like IGN, they posted like a, I don't know, like a 16 minute trailer about it last year. And it was just like some random point in the spring. And I saw it and I was like, yo, what is this? Like, (laughs) it just... I don't know. It just took me, took me, and um, I've been like patiently waiting for that game ever since. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember when I first saw the game trailer, and I'm like, yo, this is what the division looks like could have been before they went out and became trying to be like a Destiny clone with the RPG aspects and all that looter shooter. And I'm just like, you know, it's perfect. That's always I that's always wait. been Destiny or not Destiny. Damn it, mm-hmm. um, Division. It's always been a looter shooter though. Like it, I feel like they I, I, never I know really... it is. I, well, the thing is, when like the first trailer came out, like you know, they didn't really say anything. It was just like here's oh, Division yeah, Two, yeah. and then it's like you know, we like you know, we were thinking it was gonna be like you know, like the Daisy type where you're out mm-hmm. in open survival, you know, got this disease going around. But like, um, that's what 
I can't wait because the day before definitely reminds me of like that feeling when I first had watching the division before I played it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you actually know what it was about. Yeah. I feel you. Um, yeah, I'm just happy we even had that conversation because, um, yeah, I again, I kept on saying division myself until you kind of like brought the survival aspect to my attention. And I was like, oh, shit. Again, the whole Daisy on crack thing. And I'm like, bruh. This is so much more polished than DayZ. That's the only thing DayZ needed was polishing. Like, it's so raw <laughs> in a way, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, this game got some serious potential, bro. Serious potential. They need to be talking about it more than they are, but. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. It's it's coming out on PC in 2022, so hopefully, uh, you know, we'll, we'll hopefully hear something. Hopefully get a new Scrabs card, yo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, bro, I... <laughs> I'm definitely buying that game on PC. Regardless of what my graphics card is doing, I will play that shit on the lowest possible settings if I need to. I need to play that game. You heard, you heard about the 350 and then the 3090? Yeah. Not 350, 3050 and 3090 Ti? Yeah. Oh, brother. Scalpers. Yeah, I was going to say more graphics cards that we can't get our hands on. You know. Yeah. Uh, if I see a 3050 going for like over $500, I'm losing it, bro. Because it's like 250 starting price. If that, I don't even understand why NVIDIA and AMD keep coming out with new cards. Like, just stop coming out with new cards until you can actually, like, produce, yeah. fulfill the actual backlog that you already have. Just wait. Yeah, I want yeah, a 3090, bro. Give me a 3090 Ti, NVIDIA. Come on. No way. Hey, man, yeah. NVIDIA, hit us up. You know, Sony, NVIDIA, <laughs> AMD. Yeah, yeah, we, we need all the stuff. I'm talking to us. I too. Yeah. We're still waiting on you. Well, Microsoft, you know, we are we pretty much already got all Microsoft stuff. So, you know, y'all can just hit us up and include us in some stuff. You know, we can host some I, stuff. I need for a y'all. fridge. I need oh, a I fridge. Definitely need right? a fridge. So, uh, no, hook that up, yo. I still got Damn. one. Oh, God, this guy. <laughs> well, speaking of Microsoft, you know, providing me with the perfect segue here. Next uh, topic we're talking about here is Game Pass. So, what are we expecting from Game Pass in 2022? This is kind of a more granular uh topic than than the other ones we've gone over so far but you know this could be a game you expect to be launching day and date in game pass that that you know isn't already obvious of course like you can't say perfect dark or something but you know a game that you're expecting to launch in game pass that we weren't expecting um some sort of feature or pretty much anything so chris i'm gonna start with you this time around uh what are you expecting from game pass this year um, I'm expecting bigger and better. Pause. I'm gonna catch myself right there. Um, guys, because people don't understand you. Yeah, 2021 was massive for Game Pass, man. Like that was such a good year. Like if I'm the people who developed this and I'm looking back at the sales reports and all that stuff, I'm looking there, I'm sitting there like, yeah, <laughs> this is good. This is really good, you know. And um. Again, like you said earlier, the whole fighting from underneath aspect, they're definitely kind of coming at it from that angle because, you know, they're trying to make sure we're getting hit in the head with something at least quarterly, at least, you know. Um, and I don't even know if I can say PlayStation's on that time. They they got a couple big hitters coming out, but to say that, you know, we're making sure at, at the very least quarterly, you might even get some gems in between that because they updated pretty frequently. But um Man, yeah, I think we're going to go bigger and better in terms of what they've already been doing. I think I think Battlefield's going to end up in Game Pass eventually, for sure. Oh, definitely. Well, definitely. Uh, trying to think what else I think can happen yeah. with Game Pass. I mean, regardless, Battlefield's an EA game, so 
usually EA games going game pass after like six yeah, months. Right. Definitely mm-hmm. right. I do think this one's gonna be a little bit sooner though. And it's not just because of the whole like because of how badly it's doing. I do think that they may have had some sort of partnership like all along to make that go in Game Pass sooner than most games. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it was. Riders Republic. I see that coming to Game Pass before the summer. Because mm. I think that's a perfect candidate to be. I'm actually kind of surprised it didn't get released in there, to be honest with you. But maybe they couldn't get the contracts in order or whatever. But when I look at that game, I really, truly think there's people who are going to sleep on that game and not look at it because it's not like a reputable name yet. Like, you say Riders Republic in front of certain people, they don't know what you're talking about. You put this shit in Game Pass, I think it's it's so big for this thing and you can still make money because it's based on a subscription ain't it like isn't it like a mm-hmm. uh a battle pass or type of thing that they got going on in the game yeah they have like you leave passes and everything like that mm-hmm. i'm like yo this is a no-brainer to me bro put that shit in there put it in there yeah i think it's perfect for game pass bro perfect put it in there yeah okay, mm-hmm. okay. i was many <laughs> i wasn't gonna do the pause we got enough pauses that's the way you said it <laughs> Um, but baby, what you got, man? What do you think is going to come to Game Pass this year? Yeah, I mean, we we've heard many rumors of this before, but like Game Pass, like being even more accessible, as in like, uh, like either streaming sticks or like an app on TV. I feel like it's going to be something that, like, even if it doesn't come out this year, it's probably going to be talked about a lot more because of how uh, successful Game Pass has been. Mm. So I, I I can definitely like see either like some news on it later on this year, maybe who knows it might be like something that's in beta with Samsung TVs because we already know Samsung and Microsoft have their thing going on too. And <clears throat> as for games, I feel like you know we might get MLB the Show two years in a row. You know PlayStation <laughs> exclusive on Game Pass again. I feel I feel like I've, because of how like successful it has been. Thanks to Game Pass and how popular it's grown, I, I there's definitely a high chance of feeling like coming it back. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that <clears throat> a lot. Um, you technically took one in a way two of my answers, but I'm gonna let it slide. Sorry, it's, it's all good because I like what you said. I like what you said. I like the way you said it, so I respect it. Um, <laughs> for me, I, I'm well. First off, I think Cyberpunk is gonna be in Game Pass by the end of this year, so that's first. Um, a good candidate. I also think to expand more on what Manny talked about with them will be the show. I actually think there's going to be another sports game. I don't necessarily know. I, I mean, I guess probably won't be FIFA or Madden. So I guess really the only, the only thing it leaves room for is probably 2K. But I think Microsoft is trying to make something happen with 2K to get that in Game Pass day and day. Um, I think that would be huge. I think, I mean, 2K doesn't necessarily need that much help marketing wise, but it would be a big deal to see that game launch in game pass day one enough <clears throat> i need i need my money for uh vc yeah that i mean that's very interesting concept 2k it's okay i think microsoft might really be trying to make that happen i mean it's, it's all about money money talks right so microsoft could uh the money their yeah, way but yeah that's that's crazy for some reason there's a part of me that's like well 2k yeah, oh shit. That's a crazy one. If we got that's the show in Game Pass, anything's possible. Anything's possible. True. So see man, there's a part of me that's almost like I wish that somebody would just get some licensing going and make their own 
basketball game again. I, I, that's a whole other topic. I ain't even gonna get started on that. <laughs> well, I'm not done. I got, I, got a, I got a couple no. more. I got a couple more other things for uh, for this game pass thing. Um, the other thing that Manny took was uh, me talking about the cloud gaming stuff because I do think that's definitely something we're gonna be seeing a lot more of this year. So excited about that. Um, and then yesterday, Chris, when you and I put this thing together, the thing I was gonna talk about was Ubisoft Plus. Um, mm. I had a feeling that Ubisoft Plus was going to come into Game Pass. Lo and behold, today, we get an announcement that Rainbow Six Extraction is going to be in Game Pass day and date. And um, Ubisoft Plus is coming to Xbox, but it's not going to be part of Game Pass. It'll just be mm. like, a, I think it's going to be like fourteen ninety nine to basically get all of Ubisoft's games on Xbox, which is still amazing. That's massive. Um, but... It kind of sucks that it's not going to be in Game Pass Ultimate, but you know, either way, not yet. Not exactly. I was just going to say not uh, yet because that's kind of how it started with EA Play, right? EA Play was on Xbox. You had the that was like a separate subscription. I think maybe down the road they may work that out. Um, but yeah, but Ubisoft. They, it, it was weird the announcement today. Um, I guess we're kind of breaking a little bit of news here. We I didn't expect there to be a lot of news, so that's why we're doing this predictions uh, video more than anything. But. Um, they basically said that it's coming, but we're not ready to talk about it yet. So it's, I guess we're going to get some more information down the road or whatever. But, you know, again, since we're talking about Game Pass, like this has been kind of one of the one of the better months that Game Pass has had so far. I think um, we got we're getting Spelunky 2 this this month. We're getting uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition this month. Um, a lot of. I forgot the other ones, but there was like a lot of high rated games on Metacritic that are all coming this month. Um, and now Rainbow Six Extraction is going to be another one. I don't know if it's I don't I'm not too excited about that game, to be quite honest with you. I think it might be <laughs> might be an early candidate for L of the year. But, um, you know, it's, it's free. It's going to be mean, a game I'm excited because it's on Game Pass. Huh? Exactly. Man, I saved the game, yeah, if anything. Yeah, that, I think that's numbers. exactly why they did it. And they're like, we got we got to ship it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's right up Chris's alley. It's uh, one of those three three man games. You know, yeah, all up in know. there. Oh God, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> oh <God>. man, <laughs> but yeah, we're. I mean, obviously, you know, we're obviously big fans of Game Pass. We're going to be looking to see what's going on with it this year. And I, I think twenty twenty one was huge. Twenty twenty two is going to be even bigger for Game Pass. But getting into uh, our other topic here. Um, Manny, you kind of you kind of talked about some tech stuff around the the cloud streaming stuff. So leading into our next topic, what do you guys think is going to be the best new tech of twenty twenty two around gaming? So it can be, um, you know, peripherals, new consoles, graphics cards, game engines, anything along those lines. What are you guys expecting to make a big impact this year? Manny, I'll start with you. We're talking about the Nintendo Switch killer over here, the Steam Deck. I feel like that is going to be a big hit this year, especially for the simple fact that you can run Steam games and not have to worry about buying like a Switch only to run Mario. I ain't playing no Mario on my Steam Deck. <laughs> but not only that, but like the things you can't possibly do with it. Like the simple fact that you can actually like, you know, pretty much use Game Pass on it too as well. So you got that and the abundance of the Steam library and all that kind of stuff. So it's like the perfect mobile device, I would say. Okay. Chris, did he did he steal yours? <laughs> no, no, he actually he did not. 
Um, he, he did not at all. Because it's funny you mentioned the Switch, though, because I want to be sitting here saying that, oh, we're getting a new Nintendo thing. Oh, we're going to get good hardware. I, like, I really yeah. want to say But it ain't that. Um, for me, it's, honest to God, whatever has to do with Unreal Engine 5. I am all chips in on the table for Unreal Engine 5 after that Matrix demo and seeing the stuff that they're doing with Hellblade and seeing... Um, again, even little shit like Vroom, because I, I th- I'm pretty sure that that is Unreal Engine 5. I'm thinking that they're using for that. And I'm just like, dude, every single thing we have seen from this mm-hmm. engine looks just kiss all over the damn place, man. This shit just fucking looks crazy. Um, it makes me super, super, super excited for gaming just because the level of immersion that we are going to be able to get, at least from a visual standpoint. Man, I'm <laughs> man, I can go. I'm gonna go deeper into this later on too, because it's still connected to other things I want to talk about. But yeah, Unreal Engine Five is is it's taken graphics to a place that I wasn't quite sure we were gonna be able to get to. Mm. You, know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like I always knew eventually we would have some really really good stuff, some really lifelike. Uh, you know, models to work off of or whatever, but bro, they got the hair right now, bro. They got the mouths right. They got the the subtle, subtle movements in, in facial structure and all that stuff. Like they got it right, bro. That's crazy. Like that's crazy. It's so like for me, that's mind blowing. Um, and, and they're actually using that engine to make Hollywood movies, you know, like that that tells you everything you need to know right there, too. Like yeah, I, whatever I see that's getting made with this, I'm at least gonna give it a look, um, just to at least see what what it looks like. Cause man, it's an, it's incredible some of the stuff that we're seeing. That that Hellblade trailer, I can't stop talking about that shit. Bro. The crazy uh, thing too is, like Unreal Engine's always turns out to be like a benchmark for graphics, right? Like like it looks absolutely amazing, but now it's like a baseline. Because <clears throat> it's it's such a ubiquitous engine that you know almost every studio uses it, but there are always studios that can make something that is a little bit better than Unreal Engine. You know, when you think about, um, for example, like the slip the slipstream engine that three four three made for Halo, that's like a very specific engine made for a very specific game. Um, and like they kind of control that from top to bottom, and I think we're still going to see some really cool things with the slip slip space. Is it slip space or slipstream? One or the other. With that engine um, going forward, because they're still going to add like ray tracing and all that other stuff. But you know, imagine like I don't know uh, whatever engine it is that the people at Insomniac are working on, or Naughty Dog or whatever, right? Like imagine whatever engine for this new generation that um would be on like the last of us part three or whatever the new uncharted would be or whatever you know so imagine those types of games with ray tracing and all that other stuff like like if if unreal engine is the benchmark like imagine those games that end up going above it like it's like because you it's like you could barely even imagine that right like like hellblade like nothing looks better than that right now but it's coming it's crazy uh, shiver me timbers y'all Shiver me, goddamn <laughs> Um, but yeah, for me, I would um, say 
the 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 tech that I'm probably the most excited about, um, aside from everything that you guys mentioned, because I'm actually excited about all that stuff, it's gonna be what they do with cloud gaming. And I don't mean that in essence like just streaming games, like you know, like like streaming Game Pass games or that type of stuff. I'm talking about like building it into the fabric of a game. Like this uh, supposed Kojima game that's going to be uh, completely cloud based. Like I'm looking to see how they can enhance gaming purely based off of cloud technology, right? Um, you know, I know we've had some teases of it with like games like Crackdown, where you know all the physics was supposed to happen like in the cloud somewhere, and you have the, all these crazy physics engines. I would imagine that somebody will take that idea and do it way better because Crackdown was a an abject failure, like just straight up not good sadly but the idea was a good idea so you would imagine that somebody gets their hands on it does it right takes their time we can really start to see some really crazy stuff and in essence probably even make games look a lot more lifelike purely from the standpoint of physics and movement and that type of stuff and then you know so you're adding that onto the idea of you know chris's thing with uh unreal engine 5 it's like okay now we can not so not only are we making people look realistic but we can actually model the physics around them to be even crazier because we're handling all this processing in the cloud like sky's the limit with that stuff man yeah 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 the future man this gets better and better with gaming more realistic more ideas that come out and you know grateful it's not even coming from Nintendo. God damn. Come on, man. We got the new innovating Switch OLED. All right. We cut Manny off. Cue freaking Tinley, you the editing lady. You want to just. Well, uh, let's, let's get into this topic here. Uh, so, very last thing we're going to talk about, and that's since our, our early potential game of the year candidates essentially we're just going to say flat out this is our most anticipated game of the year so this time i'm gonna loop it back over to chris you're gonna start off for me this time what is your most anticipated game of 2022 right now today it's for me gonna definitely be hellblade for sure just because and it's a tough toss-up between that and starfield because i'm super hyped for starfield super hyped think it's going to be massive i think it's going to be amazing i think it's going to be you know something that pushes bethesda back to where people really really start talking about them in a highlight in all angles type of thing but like i keep on saying it man like hellblade is an experience the first game is very much an experience and if this next game which is built on ue5 which is on the next gen console which is going to be taking the elements up from, from the first game and then like turning it up I just I cannot wait to experience the game, and it's not a lot of games that I say it that way. A lot of times, like I can't wait to play this. No, 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 no. Listen, I cannot wait to experience Hellblade, and that's that's for me. That's different, man. I I can't wait to see the new ways that they use the voices for, and and um how they weave that into combat and all that stuff. Because I swear that blew me away the first time I played it in the first one, and I just said, man, they uh. They are on to something here, and I, I cannot, I cannot see a place where they they had what they had in their first game, and then they regress. I just I can't see that because from every other standpoint so far, from what they've shown us, it seems like everything else has been fully 
taken from here to here. So I, I, I have to imagine that the, the, the main aspect of the game that gives you the experience is also going to be much, much more, bro. Like, this is... Yeah. It's one of them Microsoft situations. What's up? They got that Microsoft money now, so, you know... It's... Yeah, right? Like, this is the game. Like, I wouldn't... There's not a lot of games where I'm going to sit there and tell folks, yo, hey, yo, before you buy this, bro, you might want to check and see what kind of headset you fucking with, bro, because uh, this shit here, you might need to... You can't be uh, putting no buds in when you're playing this. Yeah, I'll play it. Like, that shit ain't it. You ain't, ain't gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? And there's not a lot of games that's like that. You know, there's not a lot of games that give you more than just a visual. And, and yeah, Hellblade kills that shit, man. They they might be the first ones now that Forza is out to maybe challenge what they've done audio-wise. I, I think that's the okay. closest swing at the bat for that kind of stuff is going to be Hellblade. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited. Super excited, man. This game's... I'm telling y'all, man, this gonna be the one. This gonna be it. This gonna be the one that make a lot of these these Sony ponies, right? It's gonna make a lot of them eat some crow. I'm telling y'all, man, they gonna be gonna be feathers all up in their mouth and shit, and black feathers just sticking out. <laughs> Said it here first, bro. Y'all gonna stop fucking with us, man. Oh, that's funny. I mean, they. I mean, Sony. Sony guys, they, I mean, they know about Hellblade, right? Like, the initial one came out on PlayStation exclusively for a while, so they know. They know. They mm-hmm. won't admit it. All, the, all, the, all the, the fighting back and forth, they won't admit it, but, you know, it's a quality game, man. It's definitely going to be a pillar for Microsoft for a while. It's gonna definitely going to be in a conversation where people compare it to a God of War, compare it to some of the other, you know, Horizon, so on and so forth, just as far as, like, a narratively driven experience so yeah man i'm looking forward to that one too may what you got yes i mean i'm sure this answer is pretty obvious we're gonna be talking about barbie and the twilight princess definitely most anticipated game oh okay (laughs) now let me stop (laughs) but the second obvious answer is obviously god of war i mean like I've been waiting for this game ever since I finished the other God of War, like, when it first came out. And I love the franchise so much. I mean, playing, you know, God of War, seeing, like, how much it improves graphically blew my mind. And not only that, um, the storytelling it did have, you know, it was a beautiful, amazing story. If you haven't played it, then you're crazy. But I just kind of... I just can't wait to see how, like, they end this, uh, the Norse mythology, you know, since sadly they confirmed it, that this will be the last one of the Norse mythology. So I just can't wait to see how it all pans out, see, you know, what happens. And I'm just hoping for a happy ending, you know what I'm saying? I feel like. Yeah. Kratos yeah. ain't never getting no yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> Come on now. But yeah, I think, I think that game definitely gonna be like a game of the year if that does release this year before that time period ends. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with God of War. But you know, an honorable mention. I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of excited for Outlast Trials. You know, that uh co-op uh, Outlast. Shit, I forgot about that. Oh mm. man, I can't wait to play that oh. somebody, because I, I can't play Outlast alone. But you know, the fact that I can play with somebody else, we definitely that. game. Yeah, that's, that's that's a lot of content right there. Yeah, like, that's what yeah from what they showed in the trailers, man, like, and how they have to, like, work together to get through these levels, I'm, I'm just excited. Yes, sir. Mm. There's gonna be a lot of screaming going on on the headset, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready for that regardless. 
<laughs> Ooh, be playing the most peaceful game, but ah! <laughs> oh shit. Um so so for me, uh, you know, I like like what you guys have said so far. I'm actually gonna go back to, to one that Chris mentioned. Um and it's it's gotta be Starfield for me, man. It's uh it's just there's so much hype built around this game. You know, it's it's Bethesda's first like well, Bethesda Game Studios, or what is, yeah, either way, Todd Howard. It's his first original <laughs> IP in a long ass time, <laughs> so you know it's gonna be real. They're they're basically building a new engine from the ground up for this. Um, and you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's gonna be like Fallout in space. Or it's gonna be like Elder Scrolls in space." Da, 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 da. I really just don't think we know what this is going to be, like. I think, yeah, you'll probably see some inspiration from those old games or whatever, but I just don't, I don't think it's going to be something that we've ever seen before. Like I, I, I expect it to, to pull, you know, little bits and pieces of, of other space based games, I guess. Like I'm expecting a little bit of no man's sky. I'm expecting a little bit of mass effect and whatnot, but doing it with that, like Todd Howard, Bethesda charm attached to it. I just feel like, we could be in for something really, really special. Like, like, like I, it's it's gonna be like I'm gonna overhype it by saying this, but like almost kind of like transcendent, like something that can really just change the landscape of gaming for a long time. Um, and I, I feel like that's part of why Microsoft bought Bethesda, man, because mm-hmm. uh, you know we know it was supposed to have some exclusivity on PlayStation's platform, and Microsoft was like, ah, no, 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 no. We, we we need y'all we need y'all come over here, bring all your other studios, bring your friends. We need that Starfield though. So um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing more about it. Hopefully soon, man. I mean, you know, yeah. we know it's coming out at the end of the year. I I just want to see something. Um, I know we'll we'll see something by E3. I think they pretty much said as much. But hopefully we get something a little bit sooner. You know, I, I don't want to wait until June. I guess a whole six months. Yeah, but it's crazy to think that's already been six months since E3. So that's true. That's true. But a lot has happened between now and then. Though. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it wasn't that quick for me, at least. A lot of life happened. Um, a lot of life. A, a lot of life. But but yeah, man. I Starfield. I, I really think that's going to be like. Uh. <laughs> you know what I think they're going to like. They're going to shock a lot of people with. I think the whole exploration from uh, planet to planet. I think that's really going to be the the, the 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 hook, line, and sinker. Because mm-hmm. um, No Man's Sky, I believe, has a similar mechanic to that, but No Man's Sky don't look shit like how what they showed us in that little tiny teaser thing. So, like, right. I... And, like, imagine that they making that, like, an actual, like, experience. Like, going from planet to planet on some serene, tranquil, peaceful shit that can get kind of dangerous at times, depending on what you see on your path. Like... I, I said this a million and one times back in the day. I'm not the biggest fan of Kingdom Hearts anymore, but the whole gummy ship thing that they used to do where you build your ship and you can go from place to place and kind of explore between the planets, mm. it's it was a very, very uh, probably rudimentary idea at the time because it's it's not a lot of depth to it, but I always thought that was such a cool thing that some other game should have taken and, like, turn the dial all the way up on because it was like a kitty version of it but a good idea in theory mm-hmm. so like yeah bro i think that they're gonna make this shit 
crazy. Like, what if they tell us, right? Every time you go out and make a trip, you're going to experience a different route type of, not a different route, but a different, you can see different things, even if you go on the same route several times. Oh, yeah. You have a chance to encounter crazy things. Like, imagine if there's like some crazy spaceship out there with some alien on it or whatever, that's a really rare find. Like, you can't find it easily, but you might have a chance to encounter it if you take set path and uh, bruh, start feeling crazy. I mean, it's, it's that, Bethesda. It. I feel like that scenario that you just outlined mm-hmm. will definitely happen. Maybe not maybe not in space, but, like, on a particular planet, like, in a particular moment, in a particular cave. I feel like that scenario that you just outlined will mm-hmm. more than likely happen, for sure. It's about to be like the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> That's another thing, bro. If they get some co-op in there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I like the thing that I really wish they would also talk about is um, collectively, how much map are we getting? Because you would assume that they're going to make several different planets or at least give you access to certain areas on certain planets. But these games are always massive and in, in, in total. So, like, just how many locations are you going to really be able to travel to? You know what I'm saying? Like... I mean, you may have to pull some of the tricks that No Man's Sky did, right? Well, I guess they don't have to do anything, but like No Man's Sky, they found a way to procedurally generate like an entire universe, you know, so so my universe will never be the same as your universe and so on and so forth. So like it's a very vast and different set of things going on. But I think you can get away with like generating something like that because it's not as detailed as what we would expect from something like Starfield, which seems like it's going to be like a handcrafted experience from top to bottom, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very curious. I mean, it's it's obviously next gen only, so there's not it's not going to be bogged down by having to be on old systems. It's also yeah. exclusive, so you don't have to worry about optimizing for PS5 yeah. and this and that, you know. Yeah. So I feel like you can really craft like a a very specific experience and just make it as big or as small or as whatever it is that they want to do. I really think this is going to be like an absolute masterpiece, man. They gotta let me take my guy Boone up in space, so like, yo, I know this is a long lost character from back in New Vegas, but yo, let me let me bring Boone up, and you know what I'm saying? I got a passenger seat right here. Let him bring the sniper, because I don't care what nobody say. That's the best ally character you could ever have in the video game was Boone. And I think if I was running up on some aliens, ain't nobody I'd rather have by my side than Boone. Pause. <laughs> nobody. Not you, you better chill out, Boone, man. What's going you better, on? You That's better chill out before you get a. Oh goodness! I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say you better chill out before you get a booner. Oh god! Oh, all right, let's cut. All right, yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but for real though, we uh, we probably should wrap it up. Um, you know, it was a great discussion. You know, definitely really looking forward to twenty twenty two all the great things that are going to happen in gaming. Um, hopefully there's going to be an E3. Maybe we might go. Who, who the hell knows at this point? Oh, yeah, I mean, true, because Corona. Uh, who knows, man? I, they're saying this version of, you know what? I'm not even going to get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we get out of here, you know, Manny, I'm going to have you hit us up. Where can people find you? You already know. Twitch.tv slash GooMasterFlex, as well as the Gram, TikTok, and Twitter at GooMasterFlex. 
Uh, the only difference is uh, Graham is just Gumas Flux underscore TTV, but everything else is just Gumas Flux. And uh, yeah, stay gooping. No, 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 no. We stay May 25th and now. Yeah, this is the year that 525 stopped playing. 525. All right, 525. Stop playing. Mr. 525 himself, where can the people find you, man? Uh, well, y'all know, man, I am great at making sure that my handle is mine on every platform. So type in May 25th, M A Y 25 T H X X. All right. I feel like that was a shot at us. A little comment about, but you know, it's all right. You don't let that one slide. Anyway, no, no, I wasn't even doing that. No, not even. <laughs> For no me, way. guys, you already know. You guys can find me at Black Ice Eight on everything. It's right, uh, right down here. If you're watching on the YouTube page, um, find me on Xbox, uh, PlayStation, Steam, Twitter, Twitch.tv/slash Black Ice Eight. Um, again, the only difference is on TikTok and on the Instagram. It's Black Ice Eight underscore Gaming. Also, make sure to check us out. Uh, make, make sure to check out the podcast social media as well. On Instagram, we're at Pod, And on TikTok, you can search us up at XPAC. Oh, no, sorry. Expansion Pack Podcast with an X. Um, but yeah, that's it for uh, this episode. Episode 56. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Happy New Year. Peace. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs>